0: hey guys super quick here before we dive into today's video i just want to let you know about our clips catalog which is absolutely free it's in the description there is a link to the google spreadsheet where we have our most recent take on any single player i haven't seen this anywhere so for you guys who are subscribed you might not know about this or anyone who is new here please i absolutely advise you to go check it out it's a really good resource you can see right here you clip on it over 200 and 30 players at the moment over 500 clips you come in you want to look up any name maybe Dak Prescott Jalen Waddle maybe some more topical things Alexander Madison DeAndre Hopkins are hot names remember you want to go deeper like A.T. Perry Clinton tune whatever you want we have it here you'll click right on the hyperlink it'll bring you right to our most recent video on the player now let's get into today's video all right guys so the hot talk Everyone on Twitter has given their own take on Alexander Madison uh, since the news broke that Dalvin Cook is officially seeming to leave. Uh, it's not confirmed as right now, but it seems more than likely. Based on all talks, he's not expected to come back. So, what does this mean for Alexander Madison? I've really stayed out of this in the Twitter streets. I wanted to give a more collective thought here. I, two weeks ago on the channel, we gave our Alexander Madison take. We really said, if you of the belief Dalvin Cook's going to leave, you need to hold this player because it's going to be absolute chaos when Dalvin Cook goes, and we should be preemptively making those moves. We were saying if you think there's any chance Dalvin is going you should try to meet the price in the middle where he was going kind of as an early third to where we say he might be pushed where you could potentially get a first round pick so we were saying if you can spend that late second kind of in on Alexander Madison we thought it could potentially be worthwhile as an ROI type of play but you know if he were to stay it wouldn't really hurt you if um, Dalvin could go to leave be great so and we were holding if we had Alexander Madison but what does this mean moving forward of course Alexander Madison He signed the two-year extension with the team, six and a half roughly guaranteed over the two years. He's featured now on the website, one of the four players in their picture. They could coach speak uh, early in the offseason. They said how he was a really important part of their plans moving forward and how they really want to bring him back, right? Also, shout out to you, Alexander Madison. His birthday is next week. He turns 25, I believe. Um... A lot of the talk has been that Kevin O'Connell. This is this guy's going to lead an absolute bell cow. He's an offensive mastermind. Uh, his teams will generally produce, you know, high end RB talents. And I don't exactly know where that notion comes from. In 2019, when he's offensive quarter AP led to that team around 200 rushes, no receiving. Chris Thompson got most of the receiving work. In 2020, he had a full. Full three-headed committee there with Akers, Henderson, Malcolm Brown for the Rams. Brown actually led that team in targets. All of them had somewhere between 100 and 145 rushing attempts. We had a full committee there. And then with him as a head coach, yes, the last two seasons, Dalvin Cook, 72% of the team snaps. But that's because it's Dalvin Cook. When you have Dalvin Cook, you don't necessarily need the same committee. He was one of four backs last year who had over 70% of the snaps played. That's because Dalvin Cook is a premier talent. I know he was a little... More, Uh, he was a little took a little bit of a step back last year, but he was still a good player and he was still an important part of the offense and he was a bit important part of their game plan. Only twelve running backs for context had over sixty percent of the snaps. Only nineteen had over fifty five percent of the snaps. So with Alexander Madison, I think a lot of people assume he's going to pick up this Dalvin Cook like type role where he's playing over sixty percent of the snaps, seventy percent of the snaps, and I just simply don't see it unless you are projecting him to become one of the 19 most premiered backs, or you're expecting to take a Tony Pollard like jump like he did last year where Tony Pollard by the way played 49% of the snaps, but was crazy hyper-efficient receiving work, the touchdowns. Personally, I don't think that Alexander Madison is as talented as Tony Pollard, nor is this offense, you know, a Kellen Moore type offense is not the exact copy. So for me, Alexander Madison as a player, I just, I would not be surprised at all. Again, if, Next season we see more of a committee. Now, who is there right now? We've got Ty Chandler, Dwayne McBride. They spent a sixth round pick on Kenny Nawangwu. No 25 years old. I think he's a special teamer. Ty Chandler, he's really fast, but I don't know much what else. Really, that was what he hung his hat on. He was the fastest guy in his class at the running back position. That's really the most he had coming in. He profiled more as a special teamer when kind Ocana of was asked, Well, is he gonna be is he gonna step up? Is Ty Chandler gonna step up? He said, Well, he's, he has to. That's pretty much what his response. I could see Dwayne McBride really taking on a little bit of a first, second down role. He's a really solid rusher, but literally no receiving work in college. Like historically low marks there for Dwayne McBride, also a sixth round pick. I don't know exactly what to expect, how this committee is going to play out, but I would be very surprised if Alexander Madison comes out and plays 60% of the snaps next season. And if you expect him to fall somewhere around that 55%, play the majority of the snaps, which I think would be pretty darn optimistic. We're talking the mid RB2 range is like a ceiling. So if you're projecting higher than that, You're assuming he takes a much larger role. He's dominating all of the receiving work. We would have thought the same thing about Cam Akers in 2020. You know, that's that's all I'm really saying about that. There's still time in the offseason for a veteran to sign there for something like that to happen here. Alexander Madison, everybody brings up in his five-game sample size, five games in four years, where he played over 50% of the snaps, he averaged 20.86 half APR points, which is an RB1. You cannot extrapolate five-game sample size. When a team has their lead back, Down Cook, one of four players that goes out, one of four players over 70%. When he goes out and you have a short week to code game plan, you're just going to plug someone in to do the best they can for him so you don't have to change the entire offense. Look at a player like Dearness Johnson a couple years ago for the Cleveland Browns when they had both Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb got injured. He came in, he had, I think it was more than one game, 100 plus yards. Are you telling me, Dearness Johnson, if, if the next season he kind of was the only guy left in the room, we're going to protect this guy to be like, oh, he got 100 yards a game. He's going to come out and get us 100 yards per game. No, he's not that type of player. When a team has a full offseason to prepare exactly how they'd like to use the room that they know they have, it's going to be completely different. We cannot extrapolate these sample sizes where the players are coming in for a one game fill basically once a year. I'm not saying Alex Emanis is not a t- talented player, but he also hasn't really shown that he's uber talented his he's been good when given that volume but that volume was circumstantial and i'm not going to put a lot of stock into that the rest of the time he's coming in relief he's averaged less than four yards per carry outside of those five game sample sizes so not that yards per carry is the be-all metric but he's not been this uber efficient back when tony pollard was playing significantly less snaps he was hyper efficient this player's yards per touch marks were incredible and of course we were saying he was due to regress when he got a higher workload but that's Tony Pollard, who's more explosive uh, and has been more efficient than Alex Madison. he hasn't even given us that. So he could be just as efficient on more volume. And it's not necessarily going to give you this high, high finish that people are suddenly projecting for him. He's RB18 on keep trade cut, which, as I said, if you expect him to finish as a mid-RB2, you're expecting 55% of the team snaps or more, which I think is really bold at this point. Can he get that? Yes. But that's that's the mark for him to just hit where he's already being priced at and that's where maybe a redraft cost could go. This is a guy; he's coming on a small bit, two-year contract. First stint um, as a lead back, twenty-four, turning twenty-five years old now next week, or maybe he's already twenty-five by the time you guys are watching this one. To be buying him at that redraft cost, I just I is much, much too steep here. With Alexander Madison, now is when we sell. We were saying to hold two weeks ago. I'll put that clip in the description and go back and exactly hear what we were saying there. Um, but now where he's going is crazy. Right, Alexander Madison in market, grain of salt here, is being taken over a late first. Christian Kirk, Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, Geno Smith, Dallas Goddard, Pat Freimer, Deontay Johnson, uh, Hollywood Brown, Chris Godwin, Trey Lance, Amari Cooper, Charbonnet, Kendry Miller, Derek Carr, Michael Mayer, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Rashad Bateman, around Brand Ayuk. All of that is ridiculous. I'm thinking every single player there over Alexander Madison. If you can go offer Alexander Madison first, go try to get a first, but for any single one of those players, any single one, any of those quarterbacks, that's crazy to me. Absolutely making that deal happen. On the contrary, Dalvin cook, RB 32 on keep Jacob I think this is pretty ridiculous. So Dalvin cook, right. is finished. Nothing short of an RB one. He's one of only two backs that we over the last four years. Just had over a thousand yards rushing uh, each season. Of course, He was one of four backs playing over 70% snaps. It's volume driven. Of course he was talented. He's not as talented. I wouldn't expect him to play. He might be close to that 55% mark at a new team. Well, I think that gives him in part of a committee as the lead back wherever he lands. We don't know yet. As of this recording, that's like a back end RB two. If he's the third running back on your roster, I'm pretty happy with that in the short term. Um, and again, you're getting him at that RB 23 mark, um, I mean, RB23 is his underdog. That's his redraft mark. And you're getting an RB32. For a position that really changes a lot of vol- volatility year to year, I'm buying in on that with Dalvin Cook. Um, I-, I think that's one of my takeaways here for Dalvin Cook. Like, I'm going and trying to ship him. You can pick him up for a second. You can go get him for David Njoku, Mingo Rice, Hyatt, Reed, Kamara, Gabe Davis, Tower Lockett, Sam Howell, Josh Downs, I- Tank Bigsby. I'm taking with I'm taking Cook probably over all of those players. I feel a lot more confident what I'm getting with Dalvin Cook in the short term. When I get my running back options, it's kind of all you can ask for. Um, I'll get out of here real quick, but with Alexander Madison, I mean, expecting a player to make this kind of a jump coming off his his worst yards per target, his, his worst yards per catch, his lowest total attempts on a season, all coming from in 2022, now going into his first lead back role when he hasn't had that sample size. Um, you're projecting you're projecting a significant significant work increase here um and you're just looking past the power of preparation for this coaching staff when they know exactly what they have to work with they can form a committee they can create a game plan around not having a dalvin cook on the roster it's a lot different than when you specifically extrapolate that five game sample size that he had um so yeah i don't need to to, i don't mean to pour cold water on the excitement for alexander madison but this situation it shouldn't really even be a talking point right now this should have been something that everybody i mean dalvin cook news been six to eight weeks in the making the writing's been on the wall you should have had a game plan for alexander madison much before this week honestly um before this news of the week with dalvin cook broke loose you should have been picking up alexander madison as that late second i didn't even love picking up higher than that because i still think long term there could be potential value there in the mid-second over him. I'm taking Zach Charbonnet over him 100%. Kendra Miller over him Um for me. And honestly, you could go probably get plus on top of those for him right now, which is crazy. Uh, in my opinion, of course, he could prove us wrong. This is a player who really could step up. But unless you're expecting, like, the the, the only backs who came in in this type of situation who, who left an elite talent, or when elite talent left, they really stepped up. They cracked close to 50% of the snaps or higher and were super, super efficient. We're talking Austin Eckler. We're talking Tony Pollard. I mean, that's quite a projection for Alexander Madison. You could absolutely do it. So I'm not going to say absolutely not. You guys are crazy. You shouldn't invest in this player. If you want to take the run on Alexander Madison, I can completely understand why. It could be a hit that's well worth it. But for me, we've been hanging on this player for four years. This is this is my chance to get out. I've been home for four years. i got nothing. I've probably played him twice. Uh, one of the one of the weeks that one was out, he also was out. I remember it was very disappointing. And he did have one week that one was out where he, he, he disappointed. So... We just haven't really gotten a lot of value out of Dalvin, uh, out of Alexander Madison, holding him through the four years. And at this point, if you tell I can get out for a round of first of value, I think it was worth holding him. And I'm absolutely doing it in a heartbeat. Uh, I'm really not overthinking this one. Fantasy football really doesn't have to be that hard. And I think at the end of the day, Dalvin Cook still has a lot to offer a team, and Alexander Madison it is relatively unproven. Uh, Do that what you will. You can get a plus on top of Dalvin Cook. Um, for Alexander Madison right now, and of course, it's a little tricky to make that exact move in your league. But in principle and concept, I think I'm making that every single time. Even now, right now, uh, even right now, I'm paying a little bit on top of Dalvin Cook for, uh, or a little bit on top of Alexander Madison for Dalvin Cook. I prefer Dalvin Cook straight up. I still I have more confidence in me next year. Of course, Alexander Madison him could be like neck and neck in the year, um but we'll have to see. I, I think there's there's There shouldn't be as many talking points as there is here. There shouldn't be as many debates. People really be coming out of the woodwork as Alexander Madison stands. Uh, I think at the end of the day, the lesson to take away here for you guys is to make moves before this happens. Um, Yeah. And go back and watch our take from two weeks ago. I think a lot of it aged really, really well. Uh, Matt Jester came on the channel for a live stream and he gave us his takes and where he lined up with this rookie class. I mean, of course, we were we were closely aligned with disagreed on a couple little players, but I think in principle we agree that if you were looking to acquire two weeks ago, you should have done it somewhere in the middle of where we project him to go if Dalvin left and where he was at kind of as that early third. So we were talking that late second, and then we'd be looking to get out. We were saying even if you could ship your one twelve for Dalvin plus Madison, which absolutely could have happened a little while ago, you'd you potentially could recoup a first for Alexander Madison and just profit on Dalvin Cook's production. So um I think that's the lesson. That's the takeaway here for next time. You really should uh, try to get ahead of news like this, right? We were saying with Hollywood a little while ago when DeAndre Hopkins was cut, the writing was on the wall. Maybe the cut was unexpected, but we thought around that June 1st designation, he could have been traded dealt. Uh, they could have dealt with the, the dead cap and how that whole situation worked. And you shouldn't have been boosting Hollywood Brown or anything. He maybe only had a day on the timeline where people were really boosting Hollywood Brown, but you shouldn't have been boosting after the news. You should have been preemptively going in here. At JWB, we were banging the drum for a couple months on Hollywood Brown to go by before that happened. Uh, So I think that's the takeaway. I have said it a few times, sorry for repeating myself. Uh, If you took this long, please like subscribe. I'm not putting this up as a formal full like dynasty digest because um, it's really just talking about Alexander Madison. Uh, I was out. (laughs) I've been a little under the weather for um, a week ish. So I missed my stream this week. I wasn't on our Monday uh, with, with a, Scott Connor. So sorry for that guys. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. I want to come on and just put an extra video up for you guys. um, At least hitting on one of these. I haven't had a lot of player clips like we have in recent weeks. I'm still trying to get two a day up for you guys. um, But hopefully let me know if you guys disagree, drop down in the comments, tell me your opinions here on Alexander Madison, which you're going to buy. I would love to know a few of your trades. um, If you think that this, Minnesota offense is going to be really good dynamic next season uh let me know because it's it's certainly an interesting I think Brian Flores is great but the defense they made a lot of moves that confused me I don't know how good this defense is going to be it could be real bad the offense could throw the ball 700 times so maybe you want to tell me Alexander Madison's going to be the receiving back there Dwayne McBride's going to be the first round grinder first down grinder and maybe there's more value if that is the scenario I'm, I might be in on that but I think Alexander Madison is more of a re play for me we'll see how the ADP shakes out could just end up a dead zone guy um but for dynasty, I'm, I'm not buying. This this is the sell window. So uh, with that, we will get you guys out of here. Thanks.